Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us on SEN 11.70am in Sydney, of course, wherever you tune in via the SEN app. You know what to do. Pick up the phone, give me a call. Our thanks to Vossi and Brandy for setting the scene this morning. Game day experience will continue that chat off the back of their chat with Manly CEO Tony Mestroff. In terms of the weather for Sydney, it's starting to warm up. So maximum of 26 along the coast today up and over 30 degrees out west, 31 for Richmond, 31 for Penrith. And then it really starts to warm up tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday is going to be the hot one, uh, depending on where you're at in and around Sydney, maximums of over 35 degrees. So 35 for the coast, which will push it up towards 40 out west. So we'll keep our eye on the weather as the back end of the week approaches. That game day experience chat was absolutely fascinating and it's a no-brainer for me. I mean, we have to make the game day experience better for the punter and whatever way, shape or form they can do that, I'm up for it. I'm up for the bells and whistles. I'm up for half-time stuff. I'm up for entertainment. I'm up for whatever you want. Drone shows, the lot. Anything that you can make that game day experience better, then I'm in. I'm in 100% because... When you think about the way that modern day sport is going and how much is out there in the marketplace, you've got to make that game day experience count. You've got to get them coming back to where you've had them and you want them to come back and especially the kids. You've got to make it so they go, I want to, I want to go back to my oval. I want to go back and watch my team win, lose or draw because I've had a great Experience, but I want to take it a little bit further. This is the back of our discussion yesterday, and has continued throughout the night about the viewing experience. So, what about the viewing experience? Remember, we now know that Amazon Prime Video are coming into the scene in the ICC cricket tournaments. In Australia, we are blessed. We've got some of the absolute best broadcasters in the business when it comes to sport. You've just been listening to a couple right there. So we don't need to go down that track because I think we all agree that our viewing experience, whether you're watching free-to-air or whether you're watching subscription TV or whether you're in the streaming services at the moment, is pretty darn good. And our sports broadcasts have been leading the way, but it's changing rapidly, massively and quickly. Yeah, we have to pay for it, but that's the way that it's going to roll out. So is there something in the viewing experience too that you would like to see? that you want more of or less of, whatever it is. It's really interesting that the focus on the game day has come back, especially after COVID. You've got to make it easier for people to get in. You've got to make it more cost-effective. You've got to give them what they want. And simple things make a difference. Clean, accessible bathrooms. Cheap and easy to get food. Don't have me shouted at by a security guard when I'm just standing there lining up to get a beer. All that kind of stuff. But what about when you're sitting at home? Are you getting what you want out of your remote control? And what else do you want? 
Why don't you dive in on that this morning? 0457 736 736. Like I said, I think we're blessed in this country for a long time. We've been leading the way in world sports broadcasting with innovations left, right and centre. But it's changing at a pace with which we haven't seen before. And it's coming very, very quickly, whether we like it or not. Coming up this morning, Ollie Davies from the Sydney Thunder will join me. Um, fresh off getting some runs for New South Wales against Tasmania in their victory in the Sheffield Shield. He's also represented Australia A throughout the course of the year and hit his first Sheffield Shield century. He's a star of the game, so we'll cover a whole range of issues with Ollie, including the art of hitting big. So if you're a park cricketer or you're an emerging cricketer in particular, how do you go about hitting the ball like Ollie and others do? And what kind of practice do they get up to? Believe me, from my club perspective, and Ollie is part of the manly club that I'm involved in, it's dead set dangerous at times in the nets there, especially when the guys decide to tee off. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So looking forward to that chat. Barat Sundarason will be with me. There's a lot to chat in the world of cricket, no doubt. And Ken Peace also is the author of a book called The Bull, David Warner Daring to be Different. Gives some really good insights. It was published a couple of months ago. And Ken is a, an accomplished author and sports journalist. And he'll join me to discuss the ins and outs of what's going on with David Warner at the moment publicly. And what about David Warner the subject of his book, The Bull, Daring to be Different. And Scotty Sattler will be along to talk footy as well. Now, tomorrow I will give you my final show for the year. Before I take a little break, tomorrow I'll give you my top 10 sporting stories. A little bit different to sporting moments. I mean, obviously some of the biggest sporting moments produce some of our biggest sporting stories, but some also didn't. I'll give you my top 10 sporting stories of 2023. So we'll do that tomorrow and we'll recap some of the big stuff that perhaps you've forgotten about. But this morning, I want to roll it forward. Ahead of that, let's get ahead of the curve here. What do you think will be the biggest stories in sport next year, in 2024? Why don't you hit me up with a top three this morning? I want the three biggest sports stories that you can crystal ball for me in 2024. Has it got to do around state of origin? Michael Maguire, the new coach. Does David Warner perhaps tell all? What happens in live golf? I'll get to that in just a sec. I mean, there's so many storylines for us to follow. So give me your top three. It's a prediction, yes. But it's crystal ball time. The biggest sports stories of 2024. And then I'll count down my top 10 of this year tomorrow. Now, some news out of golf and live golf in particular. And it steps further towards John Rahm, perhaps stepping across to live. He's been, well, not named. His name is missing from a list of players announced for next year's Amex event in January, PGA Tour event, and it's fueling further speculation that he'll join Live Golf soon. If you dive in on the internet or on social media, you will see time and time again that John Rahm's announcement will be made, they're saying, possibly by the end of the week. Now, we've heard this before, but this is another part. He's the defending champion at the Amex it was his second win of this year. He followed it up with the Genesis, the Masters, of course, and the Ryder Cup in one heck of a year where he was world number one, I think, twice along the way. So his name's missing from the Amex. At this stage, he won't be there, which means that everybody's piecing it together saying he will be at Live Golf. CBS 
golf writer Kyle Porter has said, I think we've now reached the stage of it would actually be more surprising if he stayed at the PGA than if he went. So what would it mean for the Live? Well, what does it mean for Live? They get the big signing that they've been chasing, right? And the numbers are astronomical. We know that, $600 million, however which way you want to look at it, and that's US. But what would it mean for the merger deal that was announced in June and continues to be going through the process between Live and PGA? Well, the PGA would lose a massive bargaining chip, but it also may be an indicator that this merger deal may not go ahead because the go-ahead needs to be given by the US government for the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia to be involved in it, to be part of it. So perhaps, depending on which way you look at it, He's jumping ship from the PGA because he's going to get a lot of money or he's jumping ship because the PGA, if they do a merger deal, won't be with the Saudis, which means Liv will stay on its own and PGA will need to go looking for another partner in terms of commercial operations. What other motivation has he got? $600 million. <laughs> He's been very vocal in getting what he wants for the players on the PGA Tour and I... I, I took you through this a couple of weeks ago. He wanted more bathrooms, as in more rest room spots around the course. He wanted better food, a whole stack of stuff. They gave it to him. They're giving players in the PGA Tour millions of dollars for being popular. Millions. Jordan Spieth got $7 million. Tiger got $15 million. Rory got $12 million for being popular. Of course they are. That's got nothing to do with anything about being popular. It's trying to stave off the money that they're going to get when they go across to live. And motivation is going to be a talking point for us this morning. So why don't we do this on a Wednesday morning? As Bossy just said to Brandy, it's hump day. Um, so why don't we give ourselves some motivation? And we don't have to look far in the world of sport, but the Ange effect, Ange Postacoglu's effect, is starting to really come to the fore. And James Madison, injured star midfielder for the, the Spurs, has given us an insight into what it's like to receive one of Ange Postacoglu's inspirational team talks have a listen to james madison here he's got that bite yeah. that you need yeah he's uh you talk about having people in the palm in their hand when he does meetings in the build-up to a game match day minus one even on the, the day of the game you're zoned into his really, meeting yeah. I, 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 got, i've yeah. never seen a meeting like it and i've worked under a good few managers now and just his motivational speaking sometimes i don't even think he means to start it and he just gets gets into it and you don't blink really and he genuinely makes me want to go and play for him and play well for him you know he has that he has that charisma the way the way he talks and the way he uses little stories little messages little analogies little whatever he does it, it works when we come out of a meeting and we go back to the changing room the bit he won't see the lads are like that's a good one wasn't it <laughs> so there you go an insight into Ange Postacoglu doesn't possibly doesn't even mean to do what he's doing in there, but he gets them running through walls by the time they get out. So that's what we're going to do this morning. I want you to give me your motivational phrase to get us through hump day. What's going to get us through the next three hours and just make us attack the rest of Wednesday like no tomorrow? 0457 736 736. To be the best, you have to beat the best. What's a good motivational phrase that you've heard? Cricket. Well, the Prime Minister's 11 starts today at Monica Oval in Canberra. Of course, the focus on Matt Renshaw, Marcus Harris, Cameron Bancroft in particular, and what happens with the opener's spot post-David Warner. Brad Haddon's had a bit to say on Fox Sports, and 
he's always great to listen to because he puts it, puts it in such measured terms. And he's also spoken about the Mitchell-Johnson-David Warner situation. Now, Haddon, Warner and Johnson were all part of the 2013-14 Ashes series sweep and also the ODI World Cup success in 15. And Hads has told Fox Sports there were no signs of animosity between Warner and Johnson when he was playing. But the interesting thing is I played with both Davey and Mitch and mate, they've won World Cups together. Um, they've won Ashes series uh, together. They've gone in, in, into battle in, in the fiercest con- conditions uh, side by side. And, and having played a lot of, with them, I, I, I've never seen any beef um, b- between them. So from my point of view, that, that's, a, that's an interesting interesting path that it's taken over the last couple of days. And, and, and I like everyone, I, I'm, I'm a bit lost bit from where it came from with, with those two. Um, but as I said, I, I played a lot of cricket with, with both. And, and not everyone gets on in, in, in cricket teams. Um, you, you, you have different personality clashes, but you, you respect each other once you get a, a, across that white line. But these two, I've never seen any beef between them in my time. So, yeah, it, it's it's a strange event. But yeah, let's let's hope they, at some stage, when, when the heat goes out of um, what's going on, that they're able to sit down and, and sort out what they need to. So no beef out there and, and some good points there that, that you and I have spoken about, listeners, over the last, well, since this has blown up, that not everyone's going to get on when they're playing in a team environment. That's that's a given. We understand that. Where did this come from? Well, we got an insight into that yesterday when the text messages started floating around or Mitchell Johnson talked about the text messages that were floating around off the back of some criticism and he's held on to that. So we now know where it's come from as well. And also Hads makes a really interesting point there too. And that's from a professional sportsman who's very media savvy and does a lot of great stuff on Fox Sports. He's about when the heat comes out of this, right? It's it's boiling over at the moment. And at some stage, the heat will come out of it. And if they are willing and prepared to sit down once the heat's gone out of it, then maybe they'll work it out. Maybe not, but... There's still some time to pass on this one before the heat runs out of the Johnson-Warner beef at the moment that wasn't wasn't there when they were playing. So the summer test schedule, just as a reminder, Australia v Pakistan starts at Perth, Optus Stadium next week. Then second test at the MCG, the Boxing Day test, and the SCG January 3 to 7. And then we roll into the West Indies, Adelaide January 17 to 21, and the Gabba to finish off the test summer. January 25 to 29. And I see too that the WA cricket CEO has pleaded for fans to turn up. Remember last year, the five days at Optus Stadium, or last summer, the five days at Optus Stadium uh, against the West Indies, 42,000 fans turned up. I mean, it was just bare. And they didn't get much to take a look at, did they? And they've got the one Pakistan test this time around. So they want... 70,000 fans to come along for the five days. Highly unlikely. (laughs) Unfortunately, highly unlikely. But, but they've got to make sure that Perth is part of the picture and they'll do whatever they can to try and whip it up. BBL season 13 starts tomorrow night. So we've got the Brisbane Heat against the Melbourne Stars at the Gabba. Labashane, Maxwell, Stoinis, Kawaja, all available for that match. But Nathan Lyons already out for the Renegades, the big signing, and it would have been a beauty against the Sydney Sixers on Friday night, but he has been ruled out. The Renegades boss has said, we're disappointed. We signed Nathan on the understanding 
that his availability would be limited because of his international commitments and those international commitments, Australia v Pakistan. And the Sydney Thunder will play against the Heat on Tuesday at Marnica Oval and I'll catch up with Ollie Davies very soon. 0457 736 736. I want to know your game day experience that you want. Let's continue that discussion, but let's roll it into sitting on your lounge. What else do you want from your remote control? Is there anything that you can think of? Technology's there. The broadcasters just need to listen to us if there's something that you want or are you happy with what you're getting right now? And motivation, we're doing that to get through this hump day Wednesday. one 1170 Come and join the program this morning.